When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Stephanie, yes. um, I asked you when you got in today, were you on Jason's show today or are you on tomorrow? No, I'm on tomorrow. Yay. Yay. And it's a chiva palooza. A huh. chiva palooza. Do you have chives? I love chives. Okay. And yes, I do have a little bunch, a little. Yeah, everybody little has a little clump in their yes. yard. Yes. And if you don't, you should because they yeah. are good at hiding things. Mm-hmm. They grow anywhere. Right. And, um, and when you chop them up and use them in something, people like you can add it, add chives to an already made salad. People think you made it. <laughs> You add cilantro to already made guacamole. People think you you made made it. it. That's right. I mean, sometimes just adding a delicious, is it an herb? A fresh herb. Yes. An herb. An herb. Um, So yeah, it's a chive palooza tomorrow. I'm going to show you how to make chive butter. Oh. Chive vinegar. Okay. Chive drop biscuits. You had the biscuits at my party. Those were clouds of heaven. That was (laughs) the best thing I ate this weekend. Thank okay. you for telling me that. I've got that a recipe, called. the chive drop biscuits. Yeah. I'll be showing that tomorrow. See, now I would make that. I'd put my fresh chive in my biscuit biscuit mix <laughs> with some cheese. You know, there's nothing wrong with and that. And that's no. how I would do it. Because, Stephanie, I, I'm not a cook like you are. Yeah, but you I'm can, a shortcut cook. Sure. And I Sandra used, Lee. Yeah, I used to love when my mom would make us. We'd get bisquick. Yeah, I just thought they were the drop biscuits. The are drop good. biscuits are so good, but you, those things with the cheese, those were amazing. Okay. Yeah. Well, good. Then people will tune in tomorrow. Okay. I'm always on about ten thirty. Feel free to bring Grant and I any leftovers. Yes. Oh, you know, have. I didn't even think about that. Oh. I actually will have leftovers, yeah, so I'll bring yay. you some biscuits tomorrow. Yeah, nice. that would be so amazing. Well, I've got a biscuit for everybody. Well, Grant did this for everybody. So, the you know, if do you listen to our show? Yeah, all okay. the time. Okay, <laughs> I didn't want to presume. You know that um, Elvis, you know, rules my heart. Oh, yes. Okay, so... We've been obsessed with this Baz Luhrmann movie. You, I only got excited about the movie through your eyes, to oh, be good. perfectly honest. Oh, and good. and Baz's eyes. Well, and then it reminded me of the Moulin Rouge. Right. And then you said it, or Julia said it was so good. You, uh, Jason said it was good. So I'm going on Sunday to see Moulin, Moulin Rouge because you guys. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, um, so they had the London premiere last night. So oh, they did. They did. The and trailer looks good. Oh, doesn't it look he good? He really has a lot of joie de vie, that kid. I've been in love with Austin Butler. Or was Edward. he on one of your CW shows? The Carrie Diaries. 
Okay. He was Carrie Bradshaw's first love. Okay. Skyler. Oh, that's my niece's name. Yeah, Skyler. and he was so, they had such great chemistry together, even though you knew it was, first love's never going to work right. out, you know. But it's Carrie Bradshaw in her senior year of high school and then the first year of taking a gap year, yep. basically. But he was her boyfriend, and we just, I just thought he had so much magnetism and star power. Yeah. I was just like, there's no way this guy, but I felt this about other people, you know. Charlie Hunnam. Yes. I Taylor Kitsch. I I'm, I was just gonna say him. Yeah, you know, like a lot of times oh, you think Night somebody Lights, is yeah. gonna but Ooh, I do think Minka. I do yes. think that Austin is about to have his literal Day a star is yeah. born, born moment playing Elvis Presley. Yeah. You know, and He's and perfect. Tom Hanks is going to get he's not gonna get an Oscar because Colonel Tom Parker is such an unlikable person, and he's narrating the story, so that is going to make a few Elvis fans mad because he's pretty much hated by the fans. Yes, yeah, didn't he take advantage of Elvis? He did, but he was a diabolical genius in that he also negotiated things for Elvis that nobody else got. Like if he recorded a song, he got songwriting credit. Right. Which is why Dolly said no to I Will Always Love You. She's like, I, I wrote that song. I don't give anyone. So, he, But he also took like 50% commission. Sure. And Elvis was just a hick. And, you know, his mom and dad, you know, no one knew anything. Like, okay. Because they were really dirt poor. Did he die, Tom? Uh, Colonel Tom Parker. Colonel Tom, thank yeah, you. Yeah, he's gone. Did he die wealthy? Um. He might have, but I, I don't know how wealthy. I mean, he had to. He basically came here with his parents, and he they never. He's like a Joe Judas. He never went and got his citizenship, yep. so he never let Elvis travel. They never did any European tours. I mean, he wouldn't let Elvis do a Star Is Born when Barbara Streisand wanted him in the movie as her first choice. And he, how weird would that have been? Well, but it would have been hot Elvis. He would have 1972 Elvis. So still, though, it would have been so. Just but it would a have been true movie. to life because Elvis, you know, he could act like I, I don't know. It all would have been different. Yeah, I did watch an Elvis movie recently, Which and one? I don't remember. Double uh, trouble. Uh, it was <laughs> there was the Mexican people in a saloon. Oh, I and they know. were playing. He played some, put a sombrero on, and sang oh, was some he a Mexican number. Yes, yeah, yeah. That but it was been Charo. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes, or Chaparral. Yes, or something yes, like that. yes. Yeah. But yeah. it was sort of like, wow, just he did have acting chops too. Yeah, oh, yeah, and Colonel Tom Parker would make these deals. You know, he was, as we're going to see in this movie, literally a carnival barker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he he made a ton of money, apparently, from what I'm reading here, in his life. But he had a huge gambling habit that took his fortune away that he had built up. But he died with only $1 million. But, I mean, still, that's still a lot of money. But but he had lost a lot of it And that's why, you know, he signed Elvis, you know, these longtime Vegas things. Because he liked gambling and stuff. But, yeah, so we're getting the movie narrated through Tom Hanks. And he speaks with sort of a heavy Dutch accent. So... I think Tom Hanks... Was Tom Parker Dutch? Yes. Okay. He came over here with his parents, like, maybe when he was six or seven. I I can't remember exactly. Maybe eight, but he always retained 
Is there a Dutch? Like, yeah. I don't have Tom a clue Hanks what a kind of a Dutch it, accent and would be. People are already yelling at him that he's entered the phase of his career where he's doing Meryl Streep accents. Yeah, yeah. I am Dutch, so you'd think I would know. Well, Hansen with an ha- E. Have you ever been to Holland? No. Yeah. Well, oh, I, yes. Well, how do the people speak? Is there what a cadence? Is there a. Well, I've been to Amsterdam. Okay. That's. Yes. <laughs> Dutch land. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. We're not going to have geography right now. I'm no, having a no. ge- but I'm look, having a moment. Look at the photos. Austin Butler knows that he's going to come out of the other side of this movie opening with the whole world knowing his name. Where before it's just a sliver of people have yep. known who he was. And the sex appeal and the singing and the dancing and the acting and, and all is, the things. Yeah, he's going to be things. a friend. star is born. It's a launch. It stars born, so you know. Um, I mean, he's even in interviews. We were playing that interview of him. He uh, sounded early. like Elvis. He sounded like him, and when you watch him, he does the the hand but touching. That must of his be face. from playing him for two yeah. years, because I feel like Baz Luhrmann is a director who paints. There's the a lot of a lot of takes. Yeah, yeah, probably. It, it just he feels so flamboyant to me. Like he has this eye, and he. Let's yeah, we can do it again. Yeah. We can do it again. That's what I, I and I really have appreciated Baz Luhrmann's commitment to big belt buckles and sequins on all these red carpets. Yeah, because that's how he's dressing. He's dressing like Elvis, I a modern it. Elvis. Embrace it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. All right. Um, he's going to be Baz Luhrmann. I mean, if you think of all the things he's done, he's kind of an interesting character too. He, mm-hmm. he really is. I mean, I watched an interview with him at the can red carpet in a daytime thing. And he had his hair pulled back into two tiny little pigtails. <laughs> and he had like a short man cape on with like a sequin t-shirt. And uh, I, man I, cape, I like it. I, I still appreciated everything about it. Yeah. You know, I was just like, well, you know, there you go. Yeah. He's, How, yeah. He's fairly young too. He's like, like 54. Yeah. But I just thought, God, I love everything about his look. How can I look he like that? He kind of channels Carl Lagerfeld a yes, little very bit, much a young so. version. Yeah, he does. But without, uh, you know, Carl, oh, there, he was just the best bitchiest person ever. That's well, what I really love. Everybody loved about needs him. that. I know. That was really my favorite thing about him. He could cut butter with his, you know, I don't yep. know what the saying is, but he was the king of put downs. I would like as you a compliment. To, I would like you to come back in your next life and do that. I, yeah. Because you'd be really good at it. I'm too. good at it now at the kitchen table with my friends. <laughs> 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 All right, listen, we gotta go. It's time for the dirt alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Hello, Holly. Oh, hello. Happy Thursday. Hey, Stephanie's here today for Julia. Hello, Holly. Hello. Hello. Uh, We're going to start this afternoon with a little lawsuit from NeNe Leakes. She is being sued by her boyfriend's estranged wife over claims that the couple had an affair while he was still married. Oh, oh no. that's juicy. Yeah, because close your legs to married men, <laughs> Mimi Lee. Oh, boy. Now, this uh, lawsuit was filed by a woman named 
Malamine Tamei Sayo. Mm-hmm. She filed a lawsuit against Nene Leakes in North Carolina on May 23rd, alleging that the affair led to her separation from her husband. Now, these court documents obtained by page six uh, claim that uh, Malamine uh, and uh, said that she and her husband enjoyed a genuinely happy marital relationship and an active sexual relationship prior to his involvement with Nene Leakes. And that Leakes and her husband engaged in an ongoing romantic, uninhibited, and adulterous affair without the knowledge or consent of his wife. And oh. she furthers, further alleges uh, that her husband uh, repeatedly lied to her about his whereabouts. Okay, well, you know what? You know what? Don't sleep with married, married men. men. Close your legs. No, but in case you're wondering what, like, is this a for real thing? There are six states where you can California sue. California's one. Yeah, you can sue your husband's mistress uh-huh. for alienation of affection. Uh-huh. Well, now she is seeking $100,000 in damages from NeNe Leakes for alienation of affection. That doesn't well, seem like enough money. Why? I, but she's going to, uh, NeNe's going to have to pay her because she has been so publicly bragging about this guy and being very out loud on social media with this guy. If I even knew that my guy was like just separated but still married, I wouldn't be putting it out there, and she should know better. Yeah, I mean, they have posed on red carpets together, and uh, he's a fashion designer. His company located in Charlotte, North yeah, Carolina. Yeah, and I don't mean to like sound like I'm judging or anything, but geez, Greg, it wasn't that long ago that Greg died. That is true. And so then now I think, oh, she's some some married guy who's he's taking advantage of Nene because she's a dating toddler. He was at her birthday party in December. Yeah. He's taking was, advantage of her. That's what I Let's mean. Just... That's what I mean. Anyway, good Lord. Well, this lady, now Nene's going to have to write a check for $100,000, this lady. Yeah. And helpful information for her home wrecker Hall of Famers everywhere. <laughs> You've been warned. <laughs> You've been warned. The other states are Hawaii, Mississippi, New Mexico, South Dakota, Utah, and California. So... Well, wouldn't that have been great if Jennifer Aniston had had, had don't even get me started against Angelina? Because Brad Pitt is still not divorced. No, he's not. But she could have sued him for alienation of affection or Angelina. How can they still? Well, technically, I suppose so. If it's something that you can do in the state of California, divorce, alienation of affection. Such a good legal term. Very, very All right, that's a good one. Uh, Let's go over now. I'm sure that you guys talked about this. Sarah Jessica Parker talking to The Hollywood Reporter. We Uh, haven't talked about this, but I'm so glad that you're bringing it up. Because what is she doing? Well, Sarah Jessica Parker is talking to The Hollywood Reporter, addressing her, quote, very painful rift with Kim Cattrall. Okay, you know what? I love it, Sarah Jessica Parker. She toasted Julia and I. Here's to the nipple lady. She was the nicest lady on the set. But damn it, if she does. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Not continue to keep the hate alive and stir the pot between herself and Kim Cattrall. Yes, she, she does. Will not be quiet about it. It's. I'm getting mad at her, Holly. Now, according to Sarah Jessica Parker, she's been tight-lipped when previously asked about her issues with Kim Cattrall. Are you kidding me? No, she did say that. She said that uh, she had been pretty quiet. Now, according to Sarah Jessica Parker... she just needs to know that we have the receipts, okay? (laughs) We have memories, ears, and the internet. Now, according to SJP, she says the tension didn't begin until 2017 when Kim Cattrall made certain demands before she would agree to do a third film for Sex and the City. And Sarah Jessica Parker says they didn't feel comfortable... Uh, meeting where she wanted to meet, and so we didn't do the movie because we didn't want to do it without Kim. Okay, now that's just straight-out revisionist history, because she did tell us that it was Kim didn't want to do the movie. And Already she's, <laughs> she's retelling the story. And then she says uh, Sarah Jessica Parker in the studio wasn't going to do it, so it fell apart. And she said that it wasn't that she said no to the movie, it's that the studio said no to the movie, which happens. Okay. So you know what? that yeah. is well, here's here's a little entry in- from the world of Twitter. OK. And this comes to us courtesy of Kathy Najimy. Kathy Najimy being friends with Kim well, Cattrall. Yeah. Kathy Najimy being friends being, with SJP's well, co-stars. Well, Kathy Najimy is Sarah Jessica Parker's co-star in Hocus Pocus. Right. And the upcoming sequel. So Kathy Najimy tweeted out this today. Kim Cattrall tagging her, sending you all the love and support mm. in the world today. One of the best, most authentic humans in yeah. the business okay. and maybe the world. Dinner soon, my love. Okay, so here's the deal. This is, I cannot believe that Sarah Jessica Parker is this desperate, that she would say this in a sit down with the Hollywood reporter and flat out revise history and words when all of this is very checkable. She has made countless comments yes she has about this rift since it started and then portrayed it on screen and just like that not only making it a major part of her character's arc but actually writing dialogue for kim cattrall's (laughs) character in the form of text this is completely completely fake and bs and pot stirring on sarah jessica parker's why do you think there's so much animosity because sarah jessica parker realizes that yes yes that fourth musketeer in that friendship was deeply missed and she can't just say i miss her too or just say nothing at all i mean how got renewed don't you think this is disingenuous of i mean Sarah has meant talked about this in many different ways. Now, basically, she's saying Kim couldn't get her deal with Warner Brothers. I mean, uh, she already got <laughs> Samantha back in the show. 
She did. She said, oh, I got dumped by her. And I thought, Samantha was your publicist for free, Carrie Bradshaw. Yeah, and and then we had to have Shay. Yeah, no, Holly, this makes me really mad that she is continuing to keep the hate alive. Well, the hate is continuing to be alive because they got another uh, season of And Just Like That to start plugging soon. Well, but they don't have an official... Um, go yet? Good. And it was terrible. It was terrible. It was just, just a terrible even. show. <laughs> it was a terrible show. We cannot recommend it. We really can't. Oh. You're better off just watching Sex and the I know, City it's reruns. True. Yeah. Oh, well, get a Cosmo, put on your Manolo Blahniks, and go watch uh, yeah. season one. It wasn't <laughs> that she said no to the movie. The studio said no. Oh, SJP, I'm just really disappointed in you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Holly. Yeah, I'm so glad you brought us that. <laughs> Me too. I don't know if I want to get this theory. There's some theories (laughs) happening. This one. Okay, this bites possibly. Now, this is a survey, and it is from across the pond because, you know, I'm all... Because they always are. Well, and and also because of the jubilee. (laughs) The jubilee! Every time we say jubilee, we got to say it loud. But um, eight out of ten... People who deliver food for a living admit to eating. <gasps> no, 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 no. The food. Oh, no. Yeah. Eight out of ten. Oh. Eight out of ten. It does not surprise me in the least. <laughs> yeah, you reach into the bag, you grab, grab a few a fries. fries. Yeah. Well, they're yep. they are getting better with certain um certain franchises and restaurants are getting better with providing like sealed packaging so that if you can tell if they've been dabbling in there yeah. a little bit but some other ones don't and i can guarantee you well i've fallen victim to this i mean i really want to hear from the one in four drivers who've hooked up with someone in their uh vehicle seriously yeah whoa they yeah. go to the door and or, yeah or come back to the car or whatever i mean but yeah that's the story i want to know but um and one in ten have urinated on or near customers. Yeah, I know, Mike. Those are the best. You know what happened? Oh, this deli- is sort of embarrassing. But oh, yes. Oh, gosh. Well, you know, your kit, everybody has the security cameras now. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So my husband went to bring something to my daughter's house and was in the backyard and rang the doorbell and she wasn't home. Mm-hmm. So he had to go and just kind of stepped to the side, side. of the back door yeah. and went in her backyard. Oh, and she saw it on the camera. And that her girlfriend did. Okay. Oh, he was like, um, <laughs> could you tell your dad not to pee in our backyard, please? The, oh, oh, my gosh. And then my daughter sent the video to me and said, look at your husband and what he did. <laughs> I was like, don't blame me. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, I, he said I really had to go. Yeah. If you really got to go, man. I mean, but I, I'm sure delivery drivers do the same thing. I, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and some of them even use uh, only 10% bring their own pee bottle. <laughs> you know, all oh, the stadium buddies. Yes. Oh, God. Uh, Is that my what dad had one of those. Yeah. Well, yeah, where you can't get to the bathroom in time or you're yes. yeah, or in the car. In like, the car, oh. the long, yeah. They yeah, made yeah. them for girls, right? Where you could like kind of You know what? We tried those go on girl the go. go girl, yeah, that was it. Go girl. They didn't work. You know what works? A court baggie with a zip or a thing. You know, that's what I used in Tanzania. <laughs> you a Ziploc bagged your pee? You can't leave your tent after dark because you could be mistaken for an antelope or something. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, they, in fact, they impress that upon you uh, in several vivid ways <laughs> to make sure. And you have to ziplock it up. 
So, no, a lady told me. I was just panicking. What am I going to do? I am a solid 3 a.m. peer every night, like clockwork. Yeah. I can't go outside of my tent. I am in the Serengeti. This is like camping in Yellowstone. I keep telling myself, I am doing something big and dramatic here. Yeah, a grizzly is going to jump out. Okay, and a lady emailed me and said she'd gone on a safari, and she said, bring court Ziploc bags because they're nice and big, and they you kind of just squat she's, a little she's bit. squatting right in front of me, people. showing you the dimensions. It's like a piece of paper, yeah. yep. and it's wide enough so that you're not splashing on your hands or anything. It's very deep, Okay, and, and then you just... And you put it in the corner of your tent, and you lay down, and you go back to your wonderful dream until you wake up at 6.30 for your, you know, safari ride. And then you can get rid of your... Urine. Your Yeah, okay. your baggie of urine. All right. Yeah, people were borrowing baggies that I said you don't have to give back. Other ladies. Don't give them back. That's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, can I borrow a baggie? You can have the baggie. <laughs> Do you order to go food delivered? Do I? No. We always go pick it up. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah. I did a lot during, I mean, obviously we had to during the pandemic, and then that bled into my life a little bit when it wasn't necessary, and then I started reading my credit card bills, Yeah, and I could botch that, because those those extra charges that like DoorDash puts on there, Yeah, it can get spendy. Yeah, and and, uh, you know, I want to continue to have my weekly blowouts guilt-free. And if I couldn't go pick, pick up my own yeah. food, I would like be going, hey, this is, I'm really blowing a lot of money here or something. And did you get blowouts even during the pandemic? What did well, you no. do? Oh, no. I, oh, no. I had to wash my own hair. Oh, it was Lord. tragic. <laughs> <laughs> For a year, you were washing your own hair. No, it wasn't quite that long. Yeah. However long the hair yeah. did, whenever, however long they were months. closed. I was closed, but I tipped everybody. Oh, yeah. Like, I sent my lady, Jane, the buttery blonde, I sent her, you know, a couple hundred dollars. Yeah. And they just said, keep save my seat me warm. A, <laughs> save me one of the top spots. When you get back open. Yes. Nice. Yeah. Well, you got to take care of those people, too. I mean, yeah, because I was like, we were panicking we for everybody. We took care of the masseuse. Yeah. 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 You know, for people that are relying on that, that it just oh, yeah. seems like a fugue state or something to think about two years ago oh yeah. it really does oh yeah oh. my tipping i've always been a great tipper but i've become even more of a tipper because of the pandemic yeah you I know, know you really learned how to like pay those people <sighs> some good respect for what they were doing bringing All those right. things in. i'm moving on to my other theory which is the drinking and surgery if you're a fan <laughs> of either i've got good news <laughs> let's hear it i'm a fan of both yes okay so older adults who regularly drink alcohol have a better quality of life before and after surgery okay huh yeah um this is research from germany that people over 60 who enjoy drinking experience improved mobility (laughs) self-care and fewer problems undertaking daily activities compared to those who don't drink or have an occasional beverage now i've the queen Drinks five drinks a day. And it's she's four. 96. Four, excuse I me. I researched this because I'm going to talk about it tomorrow. She has four drinks a day. Nice. She's yeah. 96. I've been nagging actively my mother to have a drink a day because I think it would help her. It can. I mean, yes. people, Kurt's like Pavlov at six o'clock. Yeah. He has a old fashioned. Oh. I, it, it, Every it, day. It, it just elevates your mood for a little. Now, of course, Brings obviously, if you 
are unlucky and have the alcohol gene. Gene, I'm sorry, this news is not for you. But yeah. anyway, they looked at they looked at age. They looked at um, they divided people into two groups: no drinkers to medium to potentially hazard drinkers. Those people were all <laughs> together, and then the the no drinkers and low alcohol. And uh, yeah. That's really interesting. The drinkers uh, did came better. Came out ahead. Came right. out ahead. And uh, it was all, uh, you know, it was over 60 that all had elective surgery. Do you think if you get liquor delivered, they drink a little bit of it before they give it back to you? No. <laughs> no. They're all hermetically sealed. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. It did you know now that when you go into a brewery or you go into a distillery that you can get a, a 750 liter at a distillery, is which is like a, a regular size bottle. Okay. And in a brewery, you can get a four pack or a six pack. I guess I thought you always could you get You could that. get crowlers or growlers, but mm. not six packs. Oh, but now you can get six packs. Well, that's, that's good. It that's is sounds, high time. Yeah, my goodness. Absolutely. That seems like a backward thing. It really Here, was. You can have a, you can make beer, yes. but you can't sell it. You can't it. sell it out of your own yeah. establishment. Well, welcome to Minnesota. Exactly. That doesn't seem like a facacta rule. Yes. You know, that makes no sense. I don't know what a facacta is, but it sounds tempting. It's Yiddish for all, you know, all screwed up. Oh, I uh, wanted to have one. Yeah. It sounded like a chip. No, no, no. Would you like a facacta? <laughs> no, it means something is all screwed up. That's facacta. Okay. All right. So it's not a scone or... No, no. And I learned it. I worked for this great, this woman who was a year older than I was, Lexi, at Condo Holidays. Oh, God. We just traveled and did just... Well, I was like 24 and she was 25. But she taught me the word facacta. Okay. I like you, it. Ta- you taught me, and I used it this weekend, and my friend looked at me and goes, What the hell are you saying? <laughs> yeah. And I, I looked it up and explained the exact same. Yeah. I guess it's facacta. Facacta. I'm it's, quoting Lori and it's, Julia. It's, it's a great Yiddish me. word to great. just describe uh, you Instead know, of saying effed up. Yep. The situation of, normal. All yeah, you don't have to use the effed up word. You don't have word. to use a bad word. It sounds so much better. It does. Yeah. I like your theory. You like that theory? I okay. did. All right. Listen, um, how are you going to go out tonight when you're yawning right now? Well. To my face. <laughs> this is a did theory. Did you catch me? Yes. I was trying to swallow it. So no, you everyone see. heard you. I had to answer the animal in the room or whatever I'm that sorry. Is. No, I sometimes you get just dehydrated and you need to drink more water. Okay. That is true. That's okay. why you yawn. Okay. Cheers, everybody. We'll be right back. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I'm just going across the pond, you know, because the Jubilee, the nighttime things are happening. The Jubilee! Tonight. The Jubilee! And the Queen, I, she really looks frail. Holy crap. You think? Oh my gosh, she just lit up 3,500 uh, lights. She pressed a, the top of a crown. But yes, she really, you know what? Because she lost her Philip. This is a year of widowhood. Oh yeah. And she just didn't eat her love. Mm-hmm. And she's not upping. Her four drinks a day. She's still just doing four drinks a day. Do you um, do you guys believe in that love, uh, the heartbreak loss? Yes. Of, you know, when your love of your life goes and then you kind of go. They, that's how she just, I mean, she just has yeah. a frailty that yeah. I've never noticed about her. That's why they don't walk, want her walking into St. Paul's Cathedral. Mm-hmm. Look at how she touches the crown and all those lights go on. Oh, you, I can probably post this. Oh, I'll find it. Oh, save that for tomorrow. Okay, but we'll this post is it tomorrow. To, this has already happened. She's in bed now. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> She's definitely take. She's had her fourth cocktail and sleeping. Yeah, she's had a. She's had a grand day. She mouthed the absolutely incredible, because they had seventy planes fly over helicopters, and then those fighter jets doing the seven zero, like, 
It made cool. me think of people who've seen Top Gun. Mm-hmm. What does it take to fly fighter planes that close together oh. over London in a seven, in a zero? Oh. I mean, that's the t- cream of the, right? Oh, yeah. That's the best pilots. Oh, are yeah. Doing those are the top stuff. of the top, like the Blue Angels here, especially. Yeah, right. those guys, when you have to time out that speed. Yes. Because if any, anybody goes off, off. And, uh, uh, by a half a mile an hour, even, you're all going to crash. You know and, what I mean? And that's what Julia and I thought when we were there once. And it was, it was the Jubilee, but it was not the, you know, the 70 year, but it was the June 2nd that we were there. And I, I, I we remember watching the things. I said, what if those jets crash? And there were just like six of them flying over. You know, we were like, yeah. couldn't believe it. They can go wing They'd to wing. They fly tip right to tip. over Buckingham yeah. Palace, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, but those are the best of the best. Yeah. And they are, you know, the finest pilots out there. And they don't make those mistakes. That's why yeah, they get well, to do that. Well, I mean, they've been flying over her. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. For all these years. Yeah. Seven, anyway, it's really sweet. Yeah. yeah. That picture of her, but I just noticed that she does miss her Philip. I love your storytelling. Do it you makes like me it? happy. Yes. Yeah. She is just, she's an older lady. She's getting more frail. And- yeah. And she, we know from watching The Crown and stuff that they had, you know, they had a epic love affair. They did. They really did. And, and he was really her one and only, the I one know. and only boy she ever loved. Well, she mm-hmm. maybe loved the stable guy. Because yeah, one stable guy. That's right. They <laughs> might have, yeah. <laughs> But Maybe I don't they know. They didn't if consummate, it, but there right, it might have been emotional. Yes, very, very, very fun. Which happens. Yeah. All right. What else do we know? Kim Kardashian said she'd eat poop if it would help make her look younger. And I thought, <laughs> hmm. hmm. I might. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I don't think that's that weird. No. I, I, do you? you? Know, well, well, I mean. If you had like a plan and they were like, here's a picture, here, I, eat that steaming pile. I, I'm wondering what shameless money grab she must be making yeah, to is, say this. Yeah, what are the, what kind of poop-infused okay. food are they going to have? Well, yeah. I'm saying it for free. Yeah, yeah. No, she's already paying for everything to make herself look younger as as it is. her. She's kind of... She's not even 40. That's right. And so that's why I say to... to I don't think that people should bring up poop at all. I'm going to be old school about that. You're right. It's crass. It is crass. And so I made me immediately think, what shameless money hustling thing does Kris Jenner have Kim doing now? And what is the answer? She's selling. Uh, I think she's... Face cream. She's selling some kind of a beauty product. Okay. And she's saying if... She would put that on her face. It would make her look younger. And I just thought, this is, you don't need to say this. Don't well, affiliate no. it. Huh? Don't affiliate it with the other one, right? And it sounds silly coming from her. Yeah, I mean, crass. her face isn't technically aged since 2014 anyway. <laughs> no, <laughs> she has not. And her desire to age in reverse is coinciding with her skin by Kim. 
And then saying the, I I just, I don't know. One part of her is getting smaller and the other part's getting larger. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, she's going going to her surgeon every three days. Right. Or 30 days or whatever it is to overall overhaul everything from scalp to feet. I mean, I don't know. I just think like that is a bad overhaul. Yeah. I just think that's a bad, I don't like that analogy. And I just, bleh. Okay. Yeah. That's how you no. feel about that. Yeah, I don't like it either. I, I don't like either. Your, I like that you have a certain amount of decorum. Oh, well, she'll tell <laughs> us about her pee talk and her tenting and peace bill. I'm just kidding. Yeah, exactly. But, exactly. No, there's the peeing a is so much, you know, and unless you have like a really good, pertinent, funny poop story, you know, but you can't just as general say, oh, liken your face yeah. cream to a morning <laughs> dump and that you put it on your face. This is, this is. No. This is off brand even for Kim brand. Kardashian. No pun intended. Uh, yeah, maybe she's off brand because yeah, she's off the brand. Yeah, off the brand. All right. Um, and uh, please, if you didn't get a chance to see any of the little, the littlest star of oh. the Jubilee today, Prince Louis on the balcony, instant meme. He is real Does cute. Does he ever look just like his older brother George? Yes. And I mean, the, he really kind of looks like both of them. Yes, Both and it looks parents. like William when he was a boy. Yes, he really did. Yeah, yeah he and Kate have made beautiful children. Uh-huh. I, and I, she looked... Do you think they'll stay together? They will. Oh, they they will, yeah. but, but you know, she's... When her mom dies, I don't know if she'll stay with William. That's going to really... Because I think her mom is the one just as... Sif up a lip, darling. Sif up a lip. Yeah, Kate. About, yeah, about, um, you know, William. Well, I think it's a cross to be. You can in live her apart position. though and have but visitors. Who, yeah, I know, I know, but who wants to do that? Well, uh, it's, if you're in the monarchy, it's maybe, kind of required. Yeah, I know, but that's out. not how she grew up. So I don't know, Stephanie. We will live to see it. I hope if the Rose of Chumley becomes Rose Lady Hanbury, Rose <laughs> of Chumley. <laughs> <laughs> she gets all chummy with her Chumley. <laughs> Anyway, oh my yes, goodness. but Grant, keep your eye out for anything that's happening tomorrow. We know the big Buckingham Palace thing will, there's like music Saturday night and they're hoping it doesn't rain. I'm going to tell you about patios tomorrow. That'll nice. be fun. Yay. Thank you. And we're going to watch you on Jason tomorrow. And thank yeah. you so much for filling in today. It's been a blast. See you tomorrow. All right. Thanks guys. Job done. Off you go.